Hey, I can play some D though. Okay. Say it again. Hey, I can play some D. At six foot. He did lead the league in steals. That does not mean you're a good no, defender. No, 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 no. I wasn't. I was, he said he did. That's another one of my no, biggest pet peeves. You hit me, bro. You, you didn't even let me finish the sentence. Okay, I'm listening. I was going to say he had to lead the league in steals. It doesn't mean he's a good on No, he didn't. No, he okay. didn't. No, he right. said, look, 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 look. He said it. Did you see what he did? You hear what he said? Yeah. He said he did lead the league in steals. But, I didn't yeah. even but did it look like he was about to continue on? Yes. No. Yes, I was about to finish. No, no, no. So I turn tragedy to triumph. Make music that's fire. Sit my soul through the wire. Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. I want to say uh, thank you for coming over to the newer listeners. I plugged it for the first time on my YouTube channel in a minute. And uh, my channel has been growing. And some people that are new to my, my YouTube channel are now new to the show. That's Shout good. out to y'all. So uh, they may not know who y'all are specifically. Because I think we spent the first like 20 or so episodes kind of breaking down who y'all are as people. But they got to catch up. Yeah. They got to catch up. That's what you got to do. That's or just listen to the after show. That's the best way to really get a feel for who we are as people besides, outside of basketball. And follow us on Twitter. Follow, uh, yeah, true. You know, I, true. I'm, I'm very opinionated on Twitter if you know and don't know. And since I'm so opinionated... I have another rant. We listening. And this rant is directed, again, towards some of the fans. And I'm going to say this every time I mention the fans. We love the fans. We appreciate y'all. Half a million downloads ain't even at our first I think we hit three-fourths of a million. And we're just into year number four. I mean, month number four. So by the time we hit our anniversary of one year, we'll probably be at a million downloads. Hopefully. I would hope so. Um, That's not capable without y'all. No, so you know what's you. funny? Before you said it, <clears throat> our, like you said our one year anniversary. That's not till like September. Exactly. Yeah. So we I, I put a, that. We should hit a million before this month. Yeah, is yeah, over. yeah. I put the birthday of that that Twitter channel as the day we released the first pod uh-huh. of your Twitter channel. No, on the the, 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 the podcast. Oh, okay. Link is okay. in the description of the show. Cool, by the cool, way, big yeah. facts. So yeah. Um. So that's not possible without y'all. So we love y'all. Never take y'all for granted, of course. But. I really hate, and this don't apply to everybody, of course. Of course. But it's always a group of people. It's not not a specific group of people, but it's always a few people sprinkled around that always try to find something wrong that we said or did. <laughs> it's always, yeah. all, every single episode. It's all, And I'm be like, bro, you're tr- like last week, I'm like, bro, you're trying too hard. You're, you're trying too hard to nip. Do you have an show. example? Yeah, yes. they say this time. So, Iguodala, Paul George conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen that. He I was a guy that. that was like, listen, man, um, you were on a podcast and you were, you were talking like Iguodala was always a six man for the Warriors. And he, I have you know, he was a starter um, until Kirk <laughs> came. I'll have you know. And I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, I'm, I'm like, bro, uh, you're trying too hard because I know Iguodala was at, all of us up here. Maybe Derek didn't know <laughs> because he didn't even I, I don't even know what Derek knows at this point. <laughs> but. <laughs> the person I was really debating with and having a conversation with Kenny, he knows Iguodala was signed as a starter. So it's pointless for me to try to put that out there. See, if, it, if he didn't know, I would just be wasting my breath. Hey, Iguodala was signed as a starter, Contrail. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, that, it don't make sense for me to say shit that he already knows. So it's like, come on, I, why do I have to mention that? Like, that's just dumb. And then it's just like... Another dude was like, hey, Oscar Robertson, he was influential because if it wasn't for him, it would be no free agency. And I'm like, bro, is that true? I would source kind of. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, OK, basically what happened was 
back in the day, you know, players were on teams and they would be, basically be with that team for their career or life. That sounds until, fucking terrible. Yeah. Until, a player, <laughs> until a player, until they cut the player, basically. So what Oscar Robinson did was he basically took the NBA to court and basically oh. gave players some rights. But my thing is, can, great, I don't want to take anything away from Oscar Robinson, but you're a damn fool if you think in 2018, if Oscar Robinson didn't exist, everybody would just be on one team. <laughs> Free agency is something that's across industries and across all sports. It's not just a basketball thing. I I, I understand what Oscar Robinson did and, and hats off to him, but that's that Steph Curry, Shaq, Allen Iverson, Jordan way more influential and I don't think any of us ever said that Oscar Robinson wasn't influential then another guy was trying to tell me Larry Bird carried the NBA um for some years so that's why he's influential as if the Lake Show Lake the 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 uh what the Lakers was called Showtime Lakers Showtime didn't exist. Lakers and as if Jordan didn't they acted like Larry Bird was on a team by himself <laughs> like exactly the dude was like man no, Larry Bird is influential because him and Magic Johnson, they really they brought the flash to the NBA and, and held the NBA down for a few years in his downtime. And I'm like, bro, Michael Jordan literally came a couple years <coughs> after. Then Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas, mm. Charles Barkley, relax. George Gervin, uh, Clyde Drexler, Magic Johnson and the Showtime Lakers were, were holding the NBA down all right. Perfectly fine. Or just, just anything. It's always something that somebody's trying to nitpick the show with and it'd be little... Little dumb shit that just don't make no sense, and it'd be like, bro, you're trying too hard. Just sit back and relax. Show. Sit back and relax. Yeah, we enjoy the show. tweets that y'all send us screenshots of you listening. Send us um, send comments us. about yeah. the show. Oh, and that's my last part. That's my last thing I'm going to say. In no way, shape, or form am I saying everything, anything we say, agree with, or yeah. that's the statement. No, I'm, I'm, I love debate. I love the conversation. But like, find a real debate or conversation or opinion to have instead of just trying to find. And nitpick anything. Come with a real debate, and I would respect it more than you trying to say, "Hey, Joel Embiid, um, man, he on he played sixty seven games. I, like, come on, bro. Like, it's been a pretty good season for Joel Embiid and company. It has, it has. I'm very excited to see where the Sixers go. And wow, that's a great transition to one of the things I want to talk about on today's show. Y'all saw what Charles Barkley said about the Sixers. Let me hear. They're winning that championship, championship this year. Well, that's Charles Barkley. I did see that, and I kept scrolling. Yeah, that's Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley would say whatever it takes to make people laugh. I mean, he's an entertaining dude, but at the end of the day, he's just an entertaining dude. He said Auburn was going far. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see a trend there? He's an entertaining dude. He played for them. He's picking them to go far. (laughs) (laughs) So, 76ers, we we mentioned them last episode because I was making a— the argument that maybe they should go out and get Paul George or attempt to get Paul George this offseason. Mm-hmm. And then y'all made the, the argument that they should just relax and let these players develop, which is a no, good no, argument no, no. in itself. That wasn't my argument. Oh, maybe it was Mike's argument. That oh. was my argument, that they just need to find solid pieces. At least I would just, my pieces. whole thing was the equal dollar Paul George thing. But if they can get Paul George, I mean, yeah, I feel like any team should get them if they can. So if you were GM in this team, what what would your step be? Would your next step be to wait, let Markel, Joel, and Ben Simmons work out together over the next couple of years? Or since the team has been so successful in their first year playing together, do you try to rush the process and try to, you know, get a, get a piece like a Paul George? Or do you just let it relax and, and just get surrounded pieces around the, the two stars they already have? I'm interested to see what Mike got to say first because I didn't, I didn't know that he was saying not to get him. That flew past me last episode. 
I wouldn't say necessarily not to get him. Mm-hmm. I was just saying you necessarily don't need him to be right, successful. Yeah, because yeah, okay. okay. like that I said, sense. with the development they have, they're they're developing fast. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if you could just find solid pieces, you you gonna because you you gonna have to pay them when the time comes. So you already got the money. They there. already got you yeah. under the contract max. Yeah, and they also I forgot what's it called again when since they they would since they uh, since they were drafted there, they could just pay him even if bird they didn't, rights. Your bird rights. So yeah, I would just wait. I would say depending on who it is. If they can feel it, because let's say you don't need those wings, um, you probably need. I don't know what they need to be honest. They do need wings to me because I mean Ben got, Simmons is ben the Simmons point is, guard of yeah. the future. Joel Embiid is the big man of the future. And they got yeah, Roku, but when you come to wings so. though, you you really think about defensively. Can you guard the other wings? Because offensively, if you just have Ben Simmons running PG, you're not really worried about size because you got Robert Covington and whoever they got. They got Marco at the two. Yeah, I mean you have nice size, but defensively, can you hold people down? Yeah, who are the two? He said, about, he said Marco. Marco, he, he probably won't, he won't be there next year. JJ Reddick, JJ Reddick. He also too. probably won't. Yeah. I think both of them are free. Both are, yeah, yeah, they're both free. So depending who you're gonna get, so maybe Paul George is a nice too. No, nah, yeah, so. I think Paul George is good, I, yeah. but I agree with what you're saying now that you put the context in there. You're absolutely right. They don't need Paul George, but they could definitely use him. Yeah, they can use. They um, could. They could just. You could replace Paul George. With a lot of different names, it would still be successful. You don't necessarily need him. It's not going to be a, like a ultimate game changer because ultimately you want to revolve around Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Markel. I think Paul George will compliment those players. I do too. I That's why too. I brought it up last episode because yeah. I thought it, it would be such a nice fit. Yeah. Because he showed this season that he doesn't necessarily have to be the one option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think if he goes to Philly, he will be the one option and for a couple of years. Career, he was not the number one option, so he's used True. to that role. He just he just came in after Danny Granger. Yeah. Came in after Danny yeah, Granger. Yeah, I wouldn't say that he's used to that role, but he can play that role because uh, once you come in the NBA off that role and then you become majority of his NBA career he's been a go-to guy yeah. so that's that's probably what he's used to but he did definitely has shown he can play um second fiddle or some nights if he's not the main attraction he's okay with that um, <clears throat> he would be basically going in as that Jimmy Butler to the T-Wolves but he also played with uh ball dominant bigs with uh David West and uh Roy Herbert so he's used to being there to give the ball to the big man and play off of that uh I would that's a good comparison Jimmy Butler to the T-Wolves uh I just don't know how realistic it is yeah. I just don't know, um, especially with the Thunder. Does he want to go to Philly? The, yeah, no, I, I wasn't saying no, Paul George specifically. No, I'm just no, saying, do you no, want definitely. to pair them with I, I, would, I would say if I can find a nice— I would prefer that before LeBron James. To me, that's yeah. more ideal than LeBron James going to Philly. Paul George is years ahead of him as far as shooting um, goes, if you ask me. He's just better playing off of Ben Simmons, uh, playing with Ben Simmons. I just yeah. don't understand the concept of Ben Simmons and LeBron James on the same no. basketball court. I know that I know it, it, it could work. I just can't oh, yeah, see it, it in my mind. I just don't see it in my mind. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think if they win the game, I don't think it'll be rushing the process either because I feel like the East is kind of getting wide open, and it's, yeah. it would be a great time for them to just solidify a young, dominant team, and they could be that. Yeah. Team that driving force in East for a long time. To answer his question, I don't necessarily need to start. I'm just surrounding them with three and D people. But if you could get, yeah, if star, I, if a good. star is available, why not? Of course. Next team I want to talk about was the Detroit Pistons. They made the big trade to pick up Blake Griffin earlier this off season mm-hmm. or this earlier this season, and it hasn't really worked out. Currently, they're on the five game win streak, trying to make a push for the playoffs, but it, it's basically too late. Yeah, they're four games out with like six games left, so their their hurt. chances. Are done. Yeah, Blake Griffin hasn't played for the past couple games. Um, but what what does the future of this team look like? So right now they got Drummond, 
They got Blake Griffin and basically Reggie Jackson as their core three. But if you're a GM, do you try to hit the reset or w- w- what do you do? It's going to be hard to hit the reset yeah. because they just You're tied so up in the contracts. Yeah, and then the, the, the contracts they tied up in are not even on the roster, which is the crazy part. I brought that up when, when the trade first happened. They got to just get past that. They got to they gotta just patiently wait that out because they still paying Josh Smith and whatnot. Um, but it, they're very they're they're a tough team to to say because they just don't have the wiggle room to go and make enough rooms without taking a core piece away. So I mean, unless you want to build your entire team around Blake Griffin and trade uh, Andre for some pieces, yeah, I mean that's about it. That's really the only options you have because you're not going to go get a Paul George or LeBron James or whoever. And uh, Reggie Jackson, y'all like him? Since he's been back, he's been playing really good. That's part of the reason we're on the five game streak. But yeah. I don't think he's a he's not a top tier PG. I don't think he's so not either. a fourth tier PG. Like and this is <laughs> this is something he always does. He always has a little. Yeah. T- a I always little think of him as in that, like the same tier of Mike Conley and the other. PG I think he's a tier yeah, below. I, Mike I think he's below Mike Conley too. Yeah, like, I don't know. I always, I always had pre- I always had faith in Reggie Jackson. Like as a, I thought he was. It, a, it, oh, okay. So you saying he potentially could get there? I thought he he's was. under that that um. Yeah, I don't. Mike Conley is. A, I, I'm high. I'm high on him. So I might be a little biased. He was in the tier like um, Brandon Knight, like those type of point guards. What does he think? I ain't seen Brandon Knight. Sam no Presti. Wow. Sam Presti. He's one of the him. Sam Presti draftees. Sam Presti's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Serge Ibaka, James yeah. Harden. Reggie when he was Jackson. at OKC, I, I knew he was going to leave because he he was starting to get really good as that backup PG, and he was got hurt. Yeah. yeah. And Sam Presti's always um, been the guy's like, I'm not paying him. Let's go trade him before I have to give him big money. That's why I compared the Sixers to. I compare the Sixers to the Thunder. Joel Embiid would be the Durant. Russell Westbrook and Ibaka came in together. Ben Simmons and, and um, Sarah came in together. Even though Sarah got drafted in 14, he, he didn't come to the NBA until last season. And then my Carol Fultz, to me, could eventually be hard. But um, the Pistons, yeah, they just in, yeah. In, they either got a trade. But I think Reggie Jackson does compliment both those bigs, though, because he, he just run pick and roll all day. He's really good. Basketball season is finally back. And you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember... There'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. So if they want to keep that core, it's nice. But like you said, they don't got the wiggle room to go pick nobody else because they, mm-hmm. they, they role players. It's bad. I think their role play is better than a lot of people think, though a little bit. Um, well, Reggie was, Bullock, yeah. he stepped. He he had a, he's had a good year for what I I expected him to be just shit like like nothing, just straight up pure yeah. garbage. He's actually had some breakout games. Now, let me now. ask you: Are they Anthony Tolliver? Will they help them amount to like long playoff runs? No, 
That's what that's what I mean no. by any shit. No. Um Reggie Bullock's sister got killed a while ago. Um his sister was trans and I guess it was classified as a hate crime, which is so trash. So he's an activist for that type of stuff, which is always cool. But this season he basically turned into a nobody to like a legitimate starter in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. The guy the Good guy can shoot his ass off, which is great. So I'm hoping he gets a nice contract from somebody, even if it's not, you know, Detroit or whatever. Um but yeah, I think their their future is one of the more confusing's in the league because they have all this money wrapped up to these guys who they like didn't make the playoffs. Galloway. They didn't make the playoffs, you know, oh, man. Um, y'all want to talk about the next topic? Let's do it. Let's talk about one more team that made another. The Hornets. Mitch Kupchak, now the GM, or will be the GM. Um, for y'all that don't know, Mitch Kupchak is the guy that was with the Lakers, won four championships with them. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen because – being with the Lakers, it gives you a lot of cachet. You know what I mean? So it was, it, certain things you do with like a team like the Lakers, a more like glorious franchise, it, it, it can help you more than like who you are, what you're good at, if, if that makes sense. Like Because so many people dream to play for the Lakers. Like Paul, Paul George just wanted to go to the Lakers. He didn't care who the GM was or that Magic Johnson. He just always wanted to play for the Lakers. So it's kind of easy. It's been easy for the Lakers to get certain players and make certain moves. So I'm interested to see if he was really a good GM all these years or if it was just the Lakers thing going on. Are you a fan of Mitch Kupchak? Do you like that way he was running things? I think because, like, like I said, I'm I'm, a, I'm not the biggest stats guy. So, first of all, I'm not even going to look that deep into the GM. I was probably, like, 14, 15 mm-hmm. at the time. So, you know, I'm not really worried about that. But – just back to the Hornets in general. I'm, I'm curious what they're going to do. Kemba yeah. Walker needs some new background. Yeah. But t- the crazy thing about Kemba is, like, he wants to be there. I know. That's just so. I think that's why he cried that night that he became the all-time yeah. leading scorer because he knows that, like, I probably won't be here next season. One year of his contract, he's only making $12 million. He's on one of the more fairly contracts. They need to get something for him because right now, Charlotte, he just ain't been enough. And they got all this money wrapped up in Dwight Howard, Nick Batum. Um, Nick who Batum can't even stay on the court. They, they don't, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. They don't draft well. Oh, my uh, God. Michael Kidd Gilchrist, Frank Kaminsky. Uh, Malik Monk. Malik and I, know Monk. I know he's a rookie, but, yeah, still, but still, he hasn't been. Exactly. Uh, Malik Monk. Um, like, then they went out and got Jeremy Lamb. He got paid also. It's just, yeah, they just, I don't know. They MJ, the MJ just don't know what he's Cody doing. Cody Zeller, they also draft. I don't know what is, what's with them with these Jordan, tall, white Jordan, stop centers. drafting centers. Exactly. It's white centers. Stop it, please. It's the same. It ain't working out, dog. <laughs> Switch it up. <laughs> it ain't the way the NBA going. Go get an overseas player or something for once. Maybe it gets some better luck, but they'll, stop They'll it. be in the lottery this year, and I, I, I'd hope they trade up to try to get, like, a franchise piece. If that includes trading Kemba, then let it be and just just – Rebuild, hit the rebuild, bro. Because there's a team that was built to try to compete, mm-hmm. and they didn't make the playoffs at all. Mm-hmm. But like without any major injuries, Kimba, Kimba has been there all season. Dwight Howard has basically been there all season. They haven't had any like legitimate big injuries. They just are trash. Yeah, Dwight Howard has even played good. Did y'all see them trading that trading Kimba for that Brooklyn pick to the Cleveland Cavaliers? I think that Brooklyn pick's going to end up being like six or seven. Uh, I'm not, and I don't know, man. What, what's Kimba's trade value? Y'all think? He's an all-star. I think, it, I think it's pretty high. Yeah. One year left on his contract. I don't think though. it's worth that Brooklyn pick. Well, they, yeah, that is a big factor. Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends on the team and the situation. So the Cavs could use a legitimate starting point guard. They could. 
But then you got to take into consideration what LeBron's going to end up doing. Mm-hmm. And the draft is before free agency. You know? Yeah, we've Dude. seen teams draft for LeBron James and he still leaves. Uh, Shout out to Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be very interesting. I am the Graham on Reddit. Um, showed this picture of the things that Dwight Howard are leading the league in. You know, he's having a pretty good season, if you ask me. He's leading the league in offensive fouls committed. Three second violations committed. Technical fouls given. Goaltenders. <laughs> Stepping out of bound turnovers and travels. Not the greatest, but I thought it was funny. He's still traveling all these years. <laughs> he's always been a traveler. I feel like if you're that strong, you got to pick up offensive fouls. You're just too damn big. You're just too damn big. A lot of people, a lot of the younger listeners probably don't even understand how good Dwight Howard was. Just, what, eight, nine? Well, maybe, I'll say about 10 years ago. Yeah, basically. When, that's when they made the that championship. That long. Like 2008, 2009. It was that long yeah. ago. It was that long. And he was Shit. just amazing. He was, what, runner-up in MVP voting? Damn. And the, what year was that? I was don't remember. To 2010, maybe? Yeah, I, I thought it was 2009. 2009. In that realm, he was, he was basically... They, almost almost won a championship. Like, yeah, almost won a championship. He do Turkaloo. That was, he that's, that's what the Pistons thought they were going to do with... They with Andre Drummond. And with Stan Van, same coach. So that's why they gave him the position to, to rebuild that whole team. He went out and got John Lohr. <laughs> he paid his ass, too. He thought we was finna stretch the floor all around Drummond, but turn around and bite him in the ass. So while we talking about big man, let's talk about Hassan Whiteside. Please. He said. Because we got a big Hassan Whiteside. So for. <laughs> and Mike, not myself, yeah. Um, for some <laughs> reference, Hassan Whiteside doesn't play fourth quarters. They they decide to go small, which I think is better for them, and they win more games that way. So he said, it was just frustrated, man. I was frustrated that we lost. I'm frustrated that I really didn't get into the game. Um, and then he later on said, there is a they're going to use their strengths. It's bullshit. It's really bullshit, man. There are a lot of teams that could use a center. Um, basically saying, like, you know what? I don't play in the fourth quarter and kind of alluding to the fact that he don't know if he want to be in Miami anymore. What do y'all think? I mean, well, first of all, I can't blame Hassan Whiteside <clears throat> for being frustrated because any player would want to play um, in the fourth quarter is the prime time. But I also can't blame the Heat because if it's successful and it's working, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, hey, I don't know. And I don't think, like I said before, Hassan Whiteside thinks he's better than what he is. I don't look at Hassan Whiteside in that top tier center. Uh, There's probably like six or seven centers unquestionably better than him. Yeah, I don't put him in anything. And then there's some new upcoming centers that are about to come into the league. I said who? DeAndre Aiden. Oh, well, like, you can't rake them. Well, I'm not raking them, but they about to start yeah, coming you, into the league. You know he's going to be better than Sam White said. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they signed him with the extension, so he's not, he not unrestricted to like 2020. But he does have a play option, so. But I don't know. Because if you look at it, I think he's getting like 20 mil in like the upcoming years on his last year for that play option. If teams ain't going to pay him that, he might just keep it, even though he might not get the playing time. At least he's going to get the money. He's he's such a fascinating player just because um, there are fans of the team that insist that he's an amazing defender, mm-hmm. which in reality he's just not. I think he's just, he's just 
the fans love him. Yeah, and, so, I, and that's nothing wrong with when that. You, when you, you're going to have that bias when you attach to them. Because first of all, like you said, he came up for nothing. He shooting at the Y. Now he was a starting center. Got the triple-double with the blocks. I think the fans just like him because he, he brought some, like, not culture, but an identity a little bit to him. Yeah, when it looked like they had nothing, he became something. Yeah. It's cool, but we got to get past that at certain times. I know. And that's why I say, like, he is interesting because, like I said, they – when they when he first came up, they were like they were gonna put everything around him. They gave him the extension to his contract, and I was just slipping away because somebody just came in, a rookie came in. Shout out to Big Bam, yeah, and just took his place. How would you feel about this lineup, Mike? Lonzo Ball. I know you're gonna say a Paul sign of the George, Ingram, Kuzma, Whiteside. You know what's funny about that? I feel like even if he did come to L.A. We wouldn't go play him down the stretch. Like, during no, those yeah, because Julius Randle. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't even play him down the stretch. So you're legitimately be coming into the same situation because okay. we want to get that small ball to stretch the floor. That's just the way the thing is. The league is going. That small ball lineups are really taking over. Unless you're actually good, mm-hmm. which I mean, unless you're actually like elite mm-hmm. center, like Jokic is going to play down the stretch and be will. Town, uh, Town, Stephen Adams. Yeah, but those aren't traditional centers. Though. Stephen Adams. Steven Adams, well, that's they the best. He their best Clint, center. Clint Basically, they only center. Yeah, those but you are can't s- afford to have him off the floor. Are those are two only like legit like traditional centers. Who, like, Hassan Whiteside, Hassan Whiteside, Stephen Adams, Clint Capella, DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Jordan, Andre Jordan. Okay, so yeah, I'm tweaking. I'm tweaking. But like, if you think about the elite centers, they're the more versatile players. Yeah, Boogie, mm-hmm. AD. Right. Okay. That's okay. That's what I was thinking about. Al Horford. Yeah, but. It's very interesting because, like, I, the reason I said this because he he said some teams he used. And it's so funny that people like turn away from that that transition from traditional centers, but everybody be needing huh? rim protection. Traditional centers, uh, but everybody needs rim protection. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, man. ESPN just released an article saying that rival teams are preparing to trade for Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah, I've been hearing. I've been waiting. I was gonna bring talk. that up next. Here, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't know why we just gonna sign him when you're a free agent. Who? The Lakers. <laughs> we don't get PG. <laughs> Y'all need to be putting your eyes on Clay Thompson. Man, he look good too. The hey, you can't go apart. wrong with him. You can't go wrong. Nice three and D people. Hey, what would the Spurs even accept? Like, like, let's say that the Kawhi Leonard and Spurs um, agree on a trade. Yeah, that their their situation is not the best, and he re- legitimately wants out. What would they even want in return? Because it's not like they want, let me get two young pieces. That's not who Pop is. No, nah, he going to want some solid, already established players. Right. And what team has something like that? I'm going to give you two quality players in return for a top five player in the league. The Boston Celtics. They can give them. So, Trey Gordon Hayward? Uh, he, I think he's going to have to be included. I don't know if they will. I don't, I don't really know how much they would view him because of his injury. I just don't know. But... If Pop could get a Jason Tatum, a player like he can, they gonna need some. They gonna need something to match that um, money though. Al Horford, I can see him in a Spurs jersey the way he plays. They also have Powell locked and, up for two more years. Yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge just signed an extension. Al Horford and, and Lamarcus Aldridge can play together. They I, can. I, I, I very would, would like very to nice. see that. Um, who else is on team? They got two quality. I mean, I don't know. I'm not even Robin Lopez. Powell Gasol locked up for two more years. Cristiano Felicio. That's ridiculous. How old is Pal Gasol? Is he 40 yet? 
I think he's 35, maybe. He's only 35. He he been 35 since like 2015. Because <laughs> um, he was old 37. with the Lakers. He's 37. He was old with the Lakers. He, he didn't even run back on D most of the time. He actually turns 38 this year. So, yeah. But, yeah, they, they re-signed him to an extension last offseason. So, he, he had two more years left on his contract. Is there an option in that in deal? I'm not completely sure. I can check because I'm, I'm on his I'm page. I'm guarantee they should have an option in his contract. In his contract. You would think so. Yeah. But you never I'm, really know I'm with the NBA. Sure. Um, but but two teams. No option. He signed it to 2020. No option. Guaranteed money. 16 mil each year. Wow. Flat. Give me 16 this year. 16 next year. 16 a year after that. He cooling. He can really, he can decide to retire. That money gonna keep coming in. Yeah. The Grizzlies probably have a top pick this year, don't they? They know Yes, they do. They go get a center trade. Marcus off for Kawhi. What? Why? But why though? You want to see the Gasol brothers play together? No. Marcus Gasol and the Marcus Gasol just... I don't care about Pal Gasol at this point. <laughs> but the only reason I'm saying that is because LaMarcus has been so good as basically their five. They don't really need a five because he's been playing so well. You know, I, like, if anything, they want to replace him with another wing player, right? Or a point guard. DeJounte Murray's he's still young. I don't know how much better he's going to get. Why not try to get... If any, take Mike Conley instead. I don't know. I don't know what, what teams can be preparing. It's, it's very would. hard to predict what the that Spurs Mike would Conley do. Ain't, I, ain't, I don't want Mike Conley for Kawhi Leonard. If I'm the Spurs, I'm not even trading Kawhi, even if, that, even if he wants to. You can't, play. Put, you can't put a value on him. You can't. Because he's so valuable, like, you're not really getting. So you're just going to let him walk? I'm trading his ass. Anybody that want to be here, you're getting traded because I can't afford you to walk. I but the, the reason I say that is because you think about it last year, last offseason, LaMarcus went into the office, I want to trade Pop. And then Pop set him down and they figured out a way to get him happy. Well, Try to the, do the same thing with Kawhi before you decide, like, because, all right, I mean, so, he was just not. He was playing him wrong. It wasn't the situation he yeah, was in. This situation but that, that's not exactly like, what that means. What? Kawhi isn't being played wrong. It's some wrong in the office, not that on the he's court. He's not agreeing with. What I'm saying is that try to make it. He is a top five player. You're not, you don't mm-hmm. want to get rid of top five players ever. Mm-hmm. You keep you them dudes. You think it's probably because what happened with Aldridge? Maybe I don't even think it is. Kawhi, it's it's, it's, Kawhi seems pretty selfless on the court. I feel like it's, it's some something. type of trust issues. Yeah, it with, could be the fact that they don't want. They haven't done anything to help him. Really, Lamarcus has been cool, but the rest of that team is bad. Like I'm surprised they're in the playoffs right now. They're a bad team that's with an amazing coach. Well, the Spurs have always had not the best players that have put together. That's not true, though. Manu, multiple-time All-Star, Tony yeah, Parker. Yeah, around those three pieces. But that's three pieces. We're talking about a piece in the hat or two pieces right now, and we're talking about a league that you need no, more than that. No, I'm what not talking about the help. I'm talking about, I'm talking about he said that you surprised they're in the playoffs. Yeah, I am surprised they're in the playoffs. Are you yeah. thought they wouldn't be in the playoffs? Yeah, if you look at this roster, that's, that's not a playoff. But they always roster. had like four. you just say that they have an amazing coach, and that's why they win. Yeah, yeah, but we know that that's we, that's why they always have a system where they have right, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. And plus, the players that they have on the team have all been in the the, yeah. the fucking that's system why Kyle, that they had. People, players like Kyle um, Anderson, Danny, yeah, Danny thing. Green, Kyle Anderson. You knew you knew at some point Kyle Anderson was gonna have. Some type of impact or play some type of minutes because he's just been a part of the system. And um, they always play good defense. So even with Kawhi Leonard, got a chance to win. that team is not good enough to win a championship, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean. Because at some point, talent overtakes coaching. Definitely. But I mean, they've had their championship run. So I mean, I don't I don't think if they don't win, it's just, just like, oh my break. gosh, we fail you. They're just going. But no, it. I'm saying, like, as Kawhi Leonard, I yeah, say, he's yeah. like, I need somebody, I need some yeah. more help, and I don't have that. But he's he's a champion though, so I mean I'm sure but, he knows that 
they they just can't. But you're, then you're this just is not going to get a championship team out of nowhere. Yeah. No, but what I'm trying to say is that he may be frustrated yeah. because it's really him and Lamarcus and the rest of those and players are average. But like I said, we we never know what Kawhi really wants. Like outside of not, their sports, where are you going to go? Where where are you going to go? Where every year you're going to compete for a championship? Like your roster is going to be cha- like, is he going to go to the Warriors? No. That just think about that argument, man. I'm 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 mad. Y'all only got me one other All Star over here. We, but Lamarcus wasn't All Star last year or the year before that or even the year before that. This year's an All Star because he's the only option. Right, but he's what, what I'm trying to say is that he could be upset that he has no help. I don't think it. I think it's just a straight up trust. That's why he has not need to come back. It's just something going on with that. He don't trust them. He don't trust the Spurs. And that's just what it is. I just think people look too deep into it. It's just a, he don't want to, and they don't like the fact that they don't trust him because that's why everybody coming out. Tony Parker, hey, my my injuries a hundred times worse. Our staff looked at it. I could have went here. I could have went there, but I trusted our staff. That was what his statement was. Yeah, because in a similar, back, he just went back to rehab to, like, with, in New York. He went back to New York because he yeah. does not trust. Them. In a similar situation, Damian Lillard went to his GM and they had that sit down. Remember, mm-hmm. and he's basically saying, "I need some help." He in his prime. But that didn't stop him from playing. That was when they were actually like they were starting to play bad, and then they picked it up again. His whole idea though was still that he needs more. I, First I, of all, like I was talking to him about this yesterday. Is Evan Turner gonna help them win the championship? But you, uh, but we know that Portland. I mean, that Damian Lillard has more help than Kawhi, right? That, uh, you could say that. Yeah. With I think McCullum we can say that. With C.J. McCollum, Yusuf Nurkic, even Afro Camino is a better player than half the guys on more than half the guys on the Spurs. I mean, if you're going to use the argument that the Mar- Marcus Aldridge was just playing good this year, then, I mean, I can't really say Amino because Amino ain't been shit the past couple of years. It's about time he done something. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I can't say who has more help. If Kawhi Leonard played with this Aldridge at this all-star level like this, they might be way better than we ever thought that they would be because we, we, we haven't seen them playing with this new – uh, whatever adjustments that they made to make Aldridge more successful or more comfortable in the offense, we haven't seen this with Kawhi on the floor. So I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, this is one of the first times the Spurs have had this situation. So I don't know, dog. Low-key, the Spurs have been having controversy. It just people We just don't talk we about don't it. We don't know about it. No, we know about it. We just don't talk. We just see so it as— So you know the inside just, job? No. No, okay, Michael. Man. Who else have they had controversy with? LaMarcus to start off with. Tim Duncan a couple years ago, but I mean, Lamarcus Aldridge is an outsider. He was he was unhappy because he felt like he wasn't being played right. But it's still unhappiness. I'm I'm just saying that there has been controversy in the Spurs organization. That, that yeah, of course. I mean, you you would be a jackass to think no uh, franchise has controversy. But what I'm saying is, this is the first homegrown, breaded player that's been frustrated in their organization like this publicly, this publicly, and this wide and this debated. Usually, if any news come out. Is very subtle or is very shot away. From. This is a yeah, story yeah. and it's staying, it's lingering. It's nothing that's, I don't see anything resolved. Like, what have we seen that could say this is going to be resolved anytime soon? LaMarcus Aldridge, yeah, that was some controversy, but he's not a homegrown bred spur. Yeah, and we he didn't have an any other Spurs players coming out, like how Tony Parker did about Kawhi's injury. Uh, Kawhi's injury. Manu Ginobili came out. Yeah. Like, this is all new. This is very, very new for the Spurs and it's very unordinary. And I think that. Is playing a part in it because the Spurs haven't had anything like this. It's mm-hmm. like this is this is unfamiliar for them. 
And I don't think Kawhi is that type of person. Yeah, that's why I keep saying he seems like he's such a selfless person. I don't know what. Yeah, in but front at of some it. point you have to. If it's something wrong or something, you do have to stand up for yourself. But before you know it, your career is just going to be. I mean, he turned down that Jordan deal because mm-hmm. Jordan didn't want to pay him more because he's in San Antonio. He's not marketable. Maybe maybe that's one of the reasons he wants out. Or we don't. First of all, we don't one hundred percent know he mm-hmm. wants out. We're speculating. He ain't play. He played what six games this year. You know. But he could want to go to a place where he could be more marketable. We've seen him in commercials recently. You feel me? I, I he want to be on spot. TV. I know a spot where he could be marketable. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. Chicago. I mean, that's the, that's, the biggest, that's the biggest place for him to go. I if he want to be marketable, L.A. going to give you all the chance. You fuck around being a movie with them. If, if that's what your heart desires. Could you imagine Kawhi in a movie? What's good, y'all? This is your boy, Justin, a.k.a. Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. And if you want a raw take on the NBA... Above the Rim is a show for you. With dope beats and entertaining guests each week, we offer a great new insight on all things NBA. You don't want to miss it. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Almighty Baller Network. That's why I'm... But it's possible for him to be marketable in other places. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, I mean, um, Kyrie Irving have his own damn movie coming out that was filmed when he was in Cleveland, one of the smallest markets in the league. So it's possible to be marketable there. He's got to show some personality. Uh, that was, was going to be my next, my next thing. Kyrie Irving is a way more interesting to, to see and hear speak or just watch in a movie than Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. I don't know if Kawhi Leonard said like 10 things this season. <laughs> and he said nothing. <laughs> I only, I only he heard him say a couple words this year. And that was, I was hacked. Throughout his career, shit. You can add on one In hand. that commercial, I was hacked. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like they put a gun to his head to get him to say that shit. And it looked like he was fake smiling too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it did, bro. Yeah, it did. I was hacked. But it's like, and he don't even have no speech problem, nothing wrong. Like, he did. Kawhi is just funny to me. He's a ball player. That's a. He he reminds me of like a young KD because the first couple years of KD no in, in the sense that in the first couple years KD didn't say shit yeah please put some context before a group of people on Twitter be like how does he remind you of Kevin Durant <laughs> Kevin Durant is a six ten guy that can shoot from the wing Kawhi Leonard is defensive minded this is nothing bro. to do with basketball <laughs> I'm saying that just like and, and Kevin Durant's first this couple is dumb years be uh, BB, uh, Big Sex, can you believe that Kenny said it? He reminded him of Durant? <laughs> I'm saying that he reminds me of Durant. It's like the first couple of years in OKC, he has shit to say. He came out, played basketball, but eventually he matured to the place where he has things to say. He's in commercials. He's been in, I think he's been in a movie or two, right? Just small yeah, little that roles and stuff movie. like that. No, oh, yeah, yeah, the whole movie. Let's, we, we don't talk about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> And, you know, eventually he matured to the place where he became more marketable in the eye of, of the world. You know, he that whole campaign of I'm tired of being number two. That was something new for him. You remember that when he had like the, the shoes that the crossed out the yeah, two and everything? Yeah. That was something I new for number Kevin two Durant. Pick in the draft. I was the number two player ranked at high school. I was the second in MVP voting. And like, last year he had a lot of number two. I was number two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was something new for Kevin Durant. Like maybe Kawhi Leonard got to do some shit like that. You know he's not gonna do that. I know, but just he probably should. If I would he be surprised if he came out and said that he wants to play for a certain organization. Chicago. Yeah, y'all about to get Trey Young, man. Y'all gonna be decent. <laughs> you gonna make me spit out my wallet on my left? Yeah, they, they fit the turn up with Trey in the backcourt. <laughs> it was Zach finna go crazy. That light skin duo. For real, for real. We got a light skin duo. 
they might. Laurie's light skin. Technically, technically. he's white skin, which is it's not light. Light. White. Sam Amick tweeted that Jimmy Butler took part in his first five on five workout since being injured February twenty third with a meniscus injury. Um, and I'm told it went well. The T-Wolf star remains on track to return before the playoffs, but the set date remains unclear. Jimmy Butler can come back to save them again. I'm glad, man. The main playoffs wouldn't have been the same without him. There would have been no chance. They're only a game and a half above the ninth seed. They got to pull it together. They need him. They need him <laughs> to come back in these next four games. And two of, two of those games are against the ninth seed. They have to be Denver. Mm-hmm. They have to be Denver. And I that, just, actually, that game I just is want them in that seventh seed. That's all I want. Is them or the Thunder in that seventh seed? Don't look like the Thunder going to get it because they beat the Pelicans and whatnot. But I would like that match. Timberwolves versus the Warriors. Yes. It would be a nice match, yes. especially with Jimmy B. Yes. Yes. I need, y'all get me too excited team, with these playoff matches. I need a team in that seventh spot that can really challenge that them. underdog that can come Without up. Curry. That can really challenge them without Curry. Because I don't know. The Pelicans don't strike me as a team no. to do it. And they're, they're sliding right the now, The Nuggets don't, don't strike me as a team to do it because they can barely get their ass in the playoffs. And Gary Harris been – no, we need a team that can legitimately <clears throat> go at them. And the, the Timberwolves can do it. We've seen them beat them without Steph. One of his first games missing, it was just KD versus the, the Timberwolves and – Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jimmy, the, the Derrick Rose first game. Oh, yeah, Jimmy was it Bro- his first yeah. game. No, yeah, that was his first game. Yeah, yeah. It's plus that minus like minus seventeen. Was yeah. another game? Kitty broke his. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Um, so before we wrap up, let's talk about the bottom of this Western Conference. I thought it was basically set, but the Denver Nuggets have put together a nice little win streak here, which makes them just one game behind the Pelicans, who are on a four-game losing streak. So. If the, what if the Pels just don't make it, bro? What if Denver slides in? I would not in? be surprised if the Pels don't make it. That would be that would be tragic. Again, the Denver Nuggets have to beat Minnesota twice. Here's the rest of Minnesota, uh, Denver's um, schedule, and these are some tough games: Pacers tonight, um, Thursday Timberwolves, Clippers, Trailblazers, Timberwolves. Those are all, all teams, playoffs. Yeah, team. basically all playoff teams except for the that, Clips. I guess that like Portland right team, that Portland team, gonna be a tough one. Yeah, basically they got a tough schedule while the Pelicans have Grizzlies and the Suns for the next two, and then they finish with the Warriors, Spurs, and Clippers. We're gonna get one more Thunder versus Warrior matchup. Yeah, that's too. tomorrow too. Well, it just seems like they played so much, doesn't it? They played four times a year. Twice yeah. at Oracle. I swear, I always felt like the Lakers played the Warriors every other week, bro. Yeah, they, yeah, they little stretch where they was playing against each other, um, back to back to back. In the war, it seemed like the Lakers got their they, they number. They be, they be going. They be the beating the Warriors, bro. Which would be funny. A lot of these friends playoff teams have pretty tough schedules, man. I'm, I'm looking at it here. We, I just mentioned how difficult Denver's record of schedule is. The Pelicans, the Timberwolves, the Jazz. I think have one of a, a cakewalk. Lakers twice, which ain't a cakewalk, but the Lakers ain't winning shit anyway. Clippers, Warriors. T- everybody has a tough schedule. So this next week and a half is going to be so important to the NBA. Hey, the Lakers going into the mindset we do when we get on Fortnite. If we know we ain't winning, we ruining some niggas' day. That's what we doing. <laughs> Period. So hey. there's a team that's at the bottom that's playing the Rockets and the Warriors back-to-back. Uh, a, t- a French playoff team? Yeah. Do you remember which team it was? No, I was looking at their schedule last night. Um, <laughs> that was a lie. You finna figure it out, and it's finna be the Kings. <laughs> oh y'all! I said the Warriors and who? The Rockets. In the Western Conference, 
check the thunder because the thunder played the, the Warriors. It is. Too. It is. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the Rockets. Yeah. I mean, it's the thunder, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The thunder play against those teams, but they're. I wouldn't say they're secure, but they have a nice little cushion, so they yeah. could lose both. They're of definitely those games. not a they fringe lose. playoff team. Yeah, they lose both of those games. They only they have two and a half games, though. That's not like. So if they lose two and a half games, then the 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 Warriors. I mean, the the Nuggets and the the Timberwolves play each other twice. One of those teams got to lose two. So they pretty they pretty comfortable and safe yeah. if you ask. Me. I, as long as they got to the players, I think they cool with yeah. it. They not they not scared of nobody. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They go against the Rockets in the first round. They believe and they can get out there series. They, I, I mean, want them to play the. I'm talking about they man. that Russell Westbrook man, and he don't care about who he going against. That's that's my guy. That's why he gonna be successful in these playoffs. Let's go. Thank you. For tuning in to another episode of Through the Wire. It's been a pleasure. Any of y'all got anything last thing to say? Time for the after show.